This is 100.7 KPXI, and it's time for Out to Pastor, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events in Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the upcoming events around the area. It's Out to Pastor. Now, here's Jimmy Holmes and Matt Golson. Hey, Matt, we're back in town. Merry Christmas. It's that season, and it is. It's a great time of year. Boy, Henderson does it upright. Yeah, and it's cold. It did Well, I was going to yeah. warn you about that. At your house tomorrow, it may get cold. Yeah, we're still in the 80s at my house. Because we got this cold front came through Henderson today. Dropped that temperature down. So you better brace yourself out at your house about this time, maybe lunchtime tomorrow. Yeah. John probably doesn't know that the weather is about two days behind at my house. Is it really? Well, I was wondering why you're yeah. wearing those Bermuda shorts. Yeah. Well, they're cool, aren't they? So, so, you know, <laughs> showing those legs off, it's making the rest of us jealous. Back in the studio with us today, Matt, a, a returning letterman. Yes, Mr. Brother, Senor, and I don't know how to say it in Latin. Reverend Doctor. Reverend Doctor, the most righteous. Yeah, not that. Not that. Rice Owl. Rice Owl. Oh, well, I was going to say that. <laughs> but friend of Aggie's, too. Yeah, well, you know, it's, 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 you got to be charitable. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. John Cunha. Mr. John Cunha. John, welcome back to the show. It's good to be here. Thank good, you. I, good to have you here. I can always finagle a first invitation, but it's the second invitation. So I think maybe you're doing something right. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> it's like when a church calls you back to preach again. You're like, again? really? Really? <laughs> you didn't get enough last time? Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, we had a big week, uh, Matt. We had the – I know you went to the to the Carlisle game last Friday night. I did. And then we had a – I mean, a huge Christmas parade in Henderson last week. And Santa's here. Santa has come to town. We had – John, you were working that Christmas parade, I was. You? I was right in front of the Church of Christ on South Main working the Christmas parade. I've always wanted to ask you, though, about Carlisle. Is that the same Carlisle that Jim Thorpe played for? Yes. Yeah, it's the same I one. So. Yeah. I thought so. Same, same spelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah same it one. It is. I've seen the picture of him with the C on his – Well, it's Carlisle Indians, Jim Thorpe. Well, well, I mean, right, right, I mean right, you know, so – just well, that, that's the, you know, that moves me. That really does. I'm glad to know that. <laughs> now, you guys are setting me up here because, you know, I have a whole Jim Thorpe story, and it takes about really? two hours to tell it, so we're not going to do it today. I don't think we have time for it. <laughs> but uh, but I don't know. It's your show, not mine. So. You know. We don't have time today. <laughs> short, short version is that Jim Thorpe is buried in Thorpe, Pennsylvania, huh. a town he never visited, never lived in, has no connection to whatsoever. Except the name. was named for him. And they created a tomb for him up there in Pennsylvania to bring him there. Wow. And uh, it's a great story. It's too bad we don't have a two-hour show. We'll, we'll do it some other time. Yeah, we'll do a special. We'll do a special. Over that, yeah. The out to pastor Jim Thorpe. Well, you know, I like the story of the King of Sweden saying to him, you, sir, are the greatest athlete in the world. After the Olympics. Yeah, it's a pretty good story. Not that I remember it personally. <laughs> a, well, you, you've heard of it. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. That's a pretty good day yeah, in your life. It's a pretty good day, yeah. That's a pretty good day when they tell you that. From, from the King of Sweden. Right, of course. I mean, that's uh, the King of Sweden. He knows athletes when he sees them. Right, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were out there, John. You had your big orange vest on. I did. You weren't there in a pastoral capacity. No, no, no. I was there working for the Rotary Club. And uh, keeping the traffic and the, 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 the excitement. Well, there were two exciting things, Jamie. Two exciting things happened. First of all, right before the parade started, the, the fire truck and the ambulance came blasting down Main Street, and uh, nobody knew why. And then we didn't find out until 
the next day that there had been a gas leak. Yep. Mm-hmm. But they were very discreet about it because, you know, there are a lot of people around there. There was a lot of people and up there. And it could have it it been a bad scene. But uh, kudos to the Henderson Fire Department for handling that well. And the second one was when I had a, a two-year-old little girl who tried to run out in the middle of the parade. And I Ooh. just got to, I got to stand in her way. You know, you hate to stand in the way of children, keep them from going where they want to go. But in this instance, I made an exception. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, you know. And, you know, you think the way we used to do that, we'd throw stuff off of the floats and the trucks and, and entice the children out into the street. Right. And I got tickled because, you know, man, I drove Ellen in the little car that I want to report on that I got from uh, Yates Buick GMC. But she's sitting in the back of it. Well, you know, back in the day, and, John, you'll remember this, too, what we would do if you were going to drive a girl in the parade is you would go get a sports car. Try to get something that had a little steep nose on it, mm-hmm. and then you would clean it and wax it and make it as slippery as possible, and then just for good measure, you'd put a blanket on top of that super slick hood, and then set the little girl on it, right, and let her ride her ride down the road on the hood of the car. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? And you tell her to take one hand and hang on to the hood while she's waving with the other mm-hmm. hand. Mm-hmm. That's how we you used know, to do that. Th- there's something I've been meaning to ask you about Ellen Holmes. Now she's a really she's a she's a just really nice looking young young woman and. How is she your daughter? I just want to the deal there. You have to talk to Sherry. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. that's where the jeans are coming from uh, there. So dominant jeans and recessive jeans. <laughs> last night, last time I was on, I was making fun of Buna, and now I, I'm sorry, Jamie. I'll, that's right. <laughs> hey, he's not making fun of me right now. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. So. Rest it. Rest it's good to have a lawyer around. It is. Whew. Well, John, you had a big week too over at the middle school. Yeah, we did. My my son played in his very first basketball game. You know, we worried about that boy because, well, when my wife went into labor with him, uh, it was the fourth one for me. It was number two for her, but uh, she really scared me because we went into the, the to the hospital there in Dallas where we were living, and, and she started shouting at the top of her lungs, shouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't. Wait, what? She was shouting, what? Can't, won't, don't. And I, you know, it scared me. And, and so I grabbed the doctor by the shirt and said, Doc, what's what's up with her? And he says, don't worry, Pastor. She's just having contractions. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. about it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know, Matt, last time we had John on, I guess last time we were talking about John, we were teasing about that horse joke he told. But the guy fell off the horse. Oh, yeah. How bad it was. Yes, and, yeah. <laughs> and the manager had to come yeah, unplug it. Yeah, come out it. and unplug it. It's terrible. Yeah, we, oh, we've been terrible. giving you a lot of grief over that one on the show since then. Well, I'm really sorry about that. You know, I was, I was in I the Navy ROTC. redeemed yourself. I was in the Navy ROTC one for one year at Rice. And they, they, they told this story about the English boat and the French boat that were closing in the Caribbean in the age of sail to, 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 to battle. You've heard that story, haven't you? It sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah and the, the, the English captain says to the first mate, Bring me my red shirt. And the first mate says, okay, but why? And the captain says, well, if, we're, if I'm wounded in the battle, the men won't see the blood and, and panic. I like that. Yeah, it's just very brave, isn't it? That's very brave. Meanwhile, over on the French ships, the captain says to the first mate, bring me my brown pants. Can I say that on the air? You just did. Whoops. I really thought he was going to say, bring me my yellow shirt, and there was going to be some French's mustard joke in yeah, there. Yeah, something like that. That might have been. No, that's, that's Grey Poupon. Grey Grey Poupon. Oh, I'm sorry. Grey Poupon. Yes. It's a very sophisticated gesture. <laughs> Well, let me report real quick, because I thought this was funny. You know, when you've got the opportunity to drive your daughter in a parade, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. And and when your daughter is a senior, 
it's going to be the last time you get to do this. That makes yeah. it an even bigger deal. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to do it right, John. I thought Is that why you had the sunshades on? That's the sunshades <laughs> and the Santa hat. And, and so I, I called our good friend Cord Lead at, at uh, Yates Buick GMC. Not to ask him what's in the back of his truck, which is usually what I call sure, it. Sure, of course. But to yes. ask him if he had any sort of a suitable car that I could use. And in court report, he had one one car. It was a convertible. And he said something about it was a Shelby Mustang or something, as if it would mean something to mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. Okay. You mean you, you don't know you, what a Shelby know that? Mustang? Well, I, really? you know, I did, wow. but I didn't fully appreciate it. Well. So I get down there, and it's a Mustang, and I can see it's got the Cobra on it. I know that means it's supposed to be fast. Souped up, sure, sure. And so Cord begins to show me how to start it and all this, and and then he sits in it to show me everything, and he says, why don't you come sit over here where you can see better? And I took the bait, and I slid over there, and people by this time at the dealership are watching, and they're frowning like, I can't believe he just got in that car. I can't, I can't believe he just did that. And I slid in there, and then Cord says, why don't we just take a spin? It'd be easier to show you. Okay, sure. So I buckle up, and we pull out of the drive there, and Cord says, Now, you know, this car's been to Las Vegas. Hmm. <laughs> I said, Okay. Well, what, what does that mean? Well, it just means it's been um, massaged. Hmm. Hmm. You're going to have to help me. What does that yeah. mean, Cord? He goes, Well, it just means, you know, it, it's um, It's fast. And about that time, we branched off down the Brockfield Highway, and he did something. And my, I remember is my head flying back against the seat and my stomach running up to my throat and my fingers, you know, pinching on whatever I could grab to hold on to. You hit four Gs, right? That thing was fast. Now, you didn't go over the speed limit, did you? I don't well, he didn't. He wasn't driving. Right. I didn't do anything. That's, yeah. good. That's good. That's I was good. holding on. Well, I was not worried about you. So I get to the parade. Now, I could have sold that car 15 times at the parade. Everybody that saw it wanted it. And I reported that to court, but I also reported that everybody that saw it, I would tell them that story mm-hmm. about. Because, Matt, you know I like to tell the same story over and over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, John, yeah, when, that. when he starts telling the same stories, you hold up however many fingers. However How many times? times right, like, right, oh, this right, is the fourth right. time. Or you just hold up two and stick You can do that. I may start doing that. I worked that out with Matt this week. I said, you just hold up the number of fingers because I know what I'm doing. But anyway, I would tell the story, and I would get to the part where I said, and then Cord took me for a ride. I would get this reaction from everyone in town of, oh, my God, I can't believe you got in the car with Cord Lee. See, now this is forewarned, forearmed for me if I ever meet the man. You you need to know this, I want to drive. <laughs> you want to drive. <laughs> so when I asked Cord about it, you know, all I got was kind of a grin. Well, yeah. Yeah, maybe, you know. So there's some history there, Matt. Oh, yeah, there's history. There's history that and I didn't I, know about. I know people that can give you the history. Yeah. We're going to need to follow up on it. We will. We're going to need to follow up on it because it was literally almost a matter of life and death. Well, you know, talking about fast, I went to that Carlisle game. And, my, you know, my mother-in-law was late to Thanksgiving. I remember that. She was late to the game. No. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't. They went through Palestine. They kept going. They couldn't find the stadium. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then they found the stadium, and they parked on the wrong side. But anyway, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Well, how did so, Levi, was he, is he on the varsity this year? Well, he was on JV, and they moved him up to varsity oh, uh-huh. for the playoffs. And, Such a handsome boy. Such well, he looked real boy. good standing on the sideline. Well, you so, know. But he actually did play uh, three plays, an offensive plays in cool. one game. So, what what you know. position does he play? Uh, wide receiver. 
receiver and then a cornerback on Didn't JV. go in a tight end and come out a wide receiver. That's good. No, 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 no. And uh, Carlisle was winning the game, and they were they were fast. And Centerville was big and fast. But Carlisle had them. They had stopped the run. Carlisle had them beat. And then the rain. And the clouds parted. Mm, that changed the entire game. The rain. Because Centerville, they just run. Yeah. I think they passed three times. Like the whole game. Yeah. yeah. All they do Old is time. run. Old yeah. school. And Carlisle was a lot of passing. And it changed it so much. But they had a great year. Of course, they were upset after they lost because oh, if it had, didn't rain, they, they win and they play this week, which would have been really tough. But uh, I had a great year. Yeah. But uh, we were soaked. I mean, we were just soaked. The umbrellas. I was sitting there streaming the game, and all of a sudden there's water going down my back. Mm. It was so much rain, my umbrella's leaking. Oh, no. Oh, that was cold. Miserable. Oh, oh no. <laughs> well, I'm proud of Levi. You know, standing on the sidelines like that's tough. It's good. It's good. Hey, good. Uh, you got you got to get out there. Yeah, absolutely. So he had fun. Yeah, good, good. But well, it was a great year for the Indians, it, and it it went by fast though. Talk about speed the whole year. I mean, this year's almost half gone as far as school. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can I can play the role of the elder statesman here for you and just tell you it just gets worse. I don't want to hear that. Picks up speed as it goes. John. Oh, it does. It does. It picks up speed. Well, pick it, speaking of picking up speed, we have burned through our entire first segment, gentlemen. So let's take a break, hear from a couple of sponsors, and we'll be right back with some more of this week's episode of Out to Pastor on KPXI 100.7 FM. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who will be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd like to also point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're in the place where procrastination just met motivation, use that cell phone of yours to call State Farm agent Dave Powell today. What's the difference between Stronghurt Pharmacy and the rest? It's the difference between doing business with a trusted friend or someone just doing a job. Tommy Strong and Cliff Hurt believe there's more to running a business than just making a sale. Stronghurt Pharmacy is a good neighbor pharmacy, so they go the extra mile to make sure their customers are well taken care of. Things like free delivery in the city limits or taking after hours emergency calls to getting to know their customers by name. You can't beat Stronghurt Pharmacy. 111 East Main Street, downtown Henderson. Speaking of jingles. I'm sorry, let me turn my music down right quick. <laughs> you know, I've been listening to Christmas music. Well, it's the time of year when you can do that. Yeah, yeah, and no one judge me. Right. At my house, there's a hard and fast rule. There are no Christmas music and no Christmas movies until after Thanksgiving. Really? And I see those, uh, those are the only songs I know how to play on the piano, so I play them all year long. You could not play it in my house oh, until after Turkey well, Day. I was waiting for an invitation. I guess I won't get it. Mm, well, well, maybe this time of year, but not before. I mean, I'm even, I'm even preaching on the songs of Christmas. I think that's really cool. That's so, just really cool. You went back to the original languages, the, too. Yeah, the original Man. songs. Wow. Yeah, they're about 2,016 years old. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. They're catchy. They're, oh, but yeah. 
Well, they're scripture. So, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about greatest hits. I yeah. Mean. I mean, they've been on the billboard for a long time. A long, so. long, long time. <laughs> well, speaking of catchy things and speaking of jingles, I, I just felt like we had to report on this this week. The Henderson Daily News reporting last week, Matt, that Mr. Jim Delegati mm. passed away at the ripe old age of 97. Now, Jim's name is obviously not a household name. Right. But what he did is known to everybody. Jim is the inventor of the McDonald's Big Mac. I know. It's just a, it's a heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Hard to believe. He, now, here, the story is that he owned a number of McDonald's franchises up in Pennsylvania. And the Big Mac wasn't didn't come down from corporate. It came from Jim. Mm-hmm. He dreamed this thing up, put together. It was a big hit. And then the rest was history. Yeah. And over the course of, of time since he invented this thing in 1967, they've sold tons of these Big Macs to the point where they apparently sell 900 million of them, John, every year. You know, and 9 million of those are to Levi. <laughs> I don't know if I can tell the story on the air, but when I heard the news that the man had died, I, it just broke my heart. And just I had to go down, and, and that day, even though my wife had cooked dinner, I had to go down and, and buy myself a Big Mac. She even called me on the phone and said, where are you? And I tried to weasel my way out of telling her before I finally broke down and said, sweetheart, I'm at the McDonald's, and I just had to. I just had to have a Big Mac because the creator of the Big Mac has has died. You know, and I did, didn't taste any better than it did the last time. <laughs> Sorry, McDonald's. That's right. Well, that's right. Levi's like, can you get me two Big Macs? A meal. Two of them. Two of them. Two of them. So that's four off-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, pickles onions, onions on the sesame seed bun. Uh, excellent job. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim is also credited. Now, this is this is sort of trivia to trivia. But Jim is also credited with inventing the hot cake and sausage breakfast, mm, see, which like he fed guy. to the steel workers at the end of their shift. And, and to me, even bigger maybe, in 1970, Jim rolled out our beloved... Egg McMuffin. Mm. This guy's a genius. Well, that's that, that, that's saying something. Now we're getting somewhere, aren't we? Yeah, we really are. We really are. Now he ate a Big Mac every week. Once, once a week. Once a week. According once. to the paper. Wow. The Les Linebarger would not lie to us. No, no, no. He would not. Ever. Well, you know, the guy lived to be ninety-seven. Huh? So, so there must be something to it. Something in there. All the preservatives mm. preserved him. Well, he was well preserved. Yeah. <laughs> it was better for him. Yeah. We'll say it was better for him than, than the cows that went into it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, Jim said he never got rich on his invention. Never expected to. He never thought it would be a piece of Americana. Mm. But they do have a Big Mac museum in Pennsylvania that opened in two thousand and seven. I got to put that on my list, on my to visit list. You need to do that, that really bucket good. list. And uh, and he also said that he never got rich. All he got was a plaque. Mm. <laughs> you know, maybe <laughs> plaque in the arteries. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a field trip and go to the Big Mac Museum and to Thorpe, Pennsylvania. We can oh. do that. A two for two. Yeah, that, we'll have to uh, work that into the out to pasture budget for next year. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Now Absolutely. we'll see what or, plan ahead or the year twenty twenty five. I don't know. <laughs> well, it depends on our sponsors. Depends on our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Well, Cord would get us there pretty quick. It could get yeah. you there in a hurry, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, let me tell you what I wanted to report on that, John, was that that's, that's news in itself, mm-hmm. that we lost the inventor of the Big Mac. But it got me thinking about other sort of fast food and that, that special sauce, lettuce, cheese thing got me thinking about jingles. And then, you know, we also lost Richard Trentledge in September. Now, again, Richard's name is not one you might Not a household recognize. word at all, no. But Richard is the man that wrote 
the Oscar Mayer Wiener jingle. Sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. You can't stop. I know. You, you can't stop. And here's the story that cracks me up is Richard apparently wrote that jingle in one hour. He learned that Oscar Mayer was having a jingle contest the day before the deadline. And he said that his son reported to him that he had a friend that was really good on his dirt bike. He was so cool, the kids were calling him a dirt bike hot dog. Mm. And he said, Dad, I wish I could be a dirt bike hot dog. There you go. And that line stuck in his head, and in one hour he pinned out, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer winner. And they even used the subjunctive tense in the the, the sentence there, so it's grammatically correct. Could you do it in Latin, John? I could, but it would take a while. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I wish I were a Latin Oscar Mayer winner. Yeah. We'll have to work on that. We'll work on that. We'll report back on that. Now, now you got the wheels turning. So, <laughs> well, now you said most jingles last what about thirteen weeks? Yeah, that's what they say. They last eight to thirteen weeks yeah. is the normal shelf. You life. know, like the F R E E that spells free free credit report dot com. That's baby. right. I mean, that lasted for a while, and then it was gone. Then it's gone. Mm-hmm. But the Oscar Mayer jingle. Ran for nearly 50 years, man. 50 years. <laughs> for 50 years. They used the jingle. We mentioned all those Big Macs that McDonald's sold. Oscar Mayer reported that during the time that they ran that jingle, they sold enough hot dogs to reach to the moon and back six times. That'd be a hot great dogs. big stinking pile of hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, there's a lot of hot dogs, man. <laughs> you know, and there was more. It was a terrible year, apparently, to be a jingle rider because we also lost in April a guy named Les Wass. And Les is the guy that wrote the Mr. Softy ice cream jingle. Come a few bars for us. I can't remember. I listened to it last night on YouTube, but it's not one that I remember. It was a little before my time. Hmm. But I can tell you this. I think I would have liked Les. I think you would have liked him too, John. Because he apparently had this little bit of an offbeat sense of humor. Mm, mm, mm. He once went to a hotel lobby when they were having an event, and he posted a sign in the lobby that said, the Procrastinators Club meeting has been postponed. Well, (laughs) well, certainly, yes. Of course, absolutely. My kind of guy. I think that's pretty funny. (laughs) But we also lost more, John. We lost Bill Dreyer. He's the guy that wrote the Carnival Cruise Line jingle. In the in the morning, in the evening, ain't we got fun? Yeah, with Kathy Lee. Was that it? Oh, yeah. Wow. He died in that one. He died in July, and then we lost Robert Swanson. Swanson's the guy that wrote the Campbell Soup. Mm-mm, good. He also mm, wrote good. Swanson mm, Frozen good. Food. Something in the kitchen smells good. Must be something from Swanson. Mm. It's a whole crew it's of a, them. Yeah, you know, some oh, devastating. Some I mean. of these jingles that man, they ring a bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you expect this Christmas? <laughs> that's, true. that's true. I just couldn't believe all that happened in one year. And well, do you remember the the, the Trailways jingle? I, I, there's a there's a couple in our church, and he he drove for Trailways, and I I remember the jingles. The all aboard, come with us on a Continental Trailways bus, and he didn't remember it. He worked for him. He didn't remember it. He used to come on Saturday morning football. We're watching. Or Saturday afternoon in football, watching college football and the trailways jingle. I hate it when I remember things like that and nobody else does. It just sticks in your brain. It does. It was a good jingle. Well, that Oscar Mayer Wiener jingle has stuck with me all these years. Oh, yeah. Everybody can sing that. And, you know, it reminds me, too. Ellen was studying government last week, and we had some question come about in her notes about how a law a bill becomes a law. Oh, you know, Schoolhouse Rock. We went to the shelf. Yeah. Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. 
That's and you know the guy that wrote for my time. Well, the guy that wrote that reported that what had happened was his kids were trying to remember history lessons. They couldn't remember anything, but he said he noticed they remembered the words to all these songs. They were running around singing all these songs. They remember it from start to finish. He thought, well, why can you remember that but not your work? So he said, and he put it to music. Yeah. Conjunction, you know, Greek alphabet once teaching a class. That oh, yeah. The alphabet song in Greek. It works in Greek, too. It does, actually. Yeah, it really does. We can have our first Greek subtitles, man. I can do that one. Yeah? Yeah. We can, can do the show in Greek and Latin subtitles? No, that'd be great. We could. We'd reach so, more people that way. A broader audience. Yeah. The Koine diversity. Greek, you know. yeah. Koine, Koine. Koine Greek. Right. Not, not this modern stuff. No, not modern. <laughs> all I, now that all I can think of is conjunction, func- <laughs> conjunction, function. That's not even right. Easy, man. Conjunction, Easy. junction, what's your function? You got me all confused over here. So, oh, But now I'm singing that in my head, that jingle. Yeah. It's going to be with you all day. All day long. Well, hats off to all those guys for great work. and They all left us something we can hang on to. Absolutely. What a great thing. Well, let's go ahead and take our next break. Uh, I can't wait for this next segment. Well, this next segment, it's going to be, oh, it's huge. Going to be, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Stay tuned. We'll be right back more with Out to Pasture on KPXI 100.7 FM. Burl's Collision Center in Henderson has been serving Russ County since 1997. From fender benders to major collision repair, you can trust Burl's to get the job done on time and done right the first time. Burl's Collision Center now also specializes in RV and motorhome repairs, including tractor truck and trailer alignments. Burl's Collision Center, trustworthy, prompt, professional. Give them a call, 903-657-8082. Burl's Collision Center, 1207 North Frisco in Henderson. This is Jamie Holmes. My parents taught me to play fair, and I believe that whether it's in sports or in life, everyone needs to play by the rules. That's why I've made it my business to represent East Texans against unfair insurance companies for nearly 25 years. It's our job to keep them honest, and that makes my mama proud. If you need any help with the insurance company, call Jamie at 903-657-2800. He'll help you out because his mother said so. Do you think that working with a financial advisor is like trying to have a conversation in a language you don't speak? Good financial advisors will explain things to you in plain English. They should take time to make sure you understand the choices you're making and the possible outcomes. It's their job to keep you informed in a way that's clear and straightforward. Experience the difference for yourself. Call Don Howard, Jeb Howard, Micah Howard, or Charlie Hutto. Or stop by an Edward Jones office in Henderson. Straight talk. It's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Member SIP. Did you really? Yeah, well, they used that as a cold duck commercial back in the day, didn't they? Do you remember that? Is that another one that I remember? I, that I, from I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I, I think that one's been used for a lot of that. Uh, yeah. I think so, yeah. 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 I'm showing it, my age. It's possible I had the Trans-Siberian Orchestra version going. Hmm. I put up lights faster that way. I'm on phase two, by the way. I thought that would be phase two. Yeah, yeah. The rain, rain's not going to stop me, so... <laughs> Ha, 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 ha. 
<laughs> the song is so popular. It's, I, I know. They, they don't want to hear us. They want to hear the song. <laughs> well, you know, Mark's over there having fun. But during the break, he did say one thing we have to share. Um, John's talking about putting the Oscar Mayer Wiener uh, jingle into Latin. Yeah, yeah. And Mark was asking if that would make it an Italian sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. yes. Assist to Mark McLean. That was a nice one. I like that. That was good. <laughs> well, we're going to keep that one for next week, but I don't think it would keep that. No, I don't. Yeah, those, yeah, you know, the yeah that, those uh, wings. That sausage spoils real quick. spoils real Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone saw that coming. So. <laughs> well, that doesn't get any better. <laughs> well, Carol of the Bells, though, John, that was the natural setup for our next segment because you were bell ringing down at Walmart. Bell ringing at Walmart. From you know, Salvation Army. It was just such a, it's such a good experience, Jamie. We just went through that election, and I, I don't know if you noticed, but but some people weren't real happy before the election, and some people weren't real happy after the election. We felt like the country was really divided, and folks were hating each other. And so I went out there on uh, on Black Friday, ringing the bell out there in my suit coat on Black Friday. And wow, now that is yeah, that's a sacrifice. Courage. Wow, yeah. Yeah. and the, the 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 great thing about it is that since I'm on the Henderson Interchurch Ministries board, I know where every penny of the money we raise goes. It all goes to the cause, and people were so generous and you know sometimes the people that you would least expect to be generous were the ones who were the most generous There's people out there you know i'm uh, i'm slightly more than middle-aged white guy protestant morality and all that stuff and i don't have any piercings and tattoos um uh, but there, people would come by pierced and tattooed. You know, they looked like they lost a fight with a staple gun. And <laughs> the ones that I would, you know, I'd be kind of concerned about, they would come over and put money in my jar. And, and black folks and white folks and brown folks, all, you know, we're more united. The thing that I came away from that with was the feeling that we are more united as a people than, than some folks would have, us, would have us think. And it was just, it was really uplifting uh, to, to see that, see the community respond and all colors of the rainbow, and even you know, even the staple gun people responded. That was good. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Now that's all all arranged, John, through the local Salvation Army. Right, right, right. And uh, pastor, our pastor friend Mark Hedrick is the one who heads up the the bell ringing schedule. And I've managed to weasel out of doing it for the last two years. And I finally decided that you know, you should put your put your feet where your mouth is. And and so I signed up and uh, got got Black Friday, and it was good, very good. Well, that's not the first time you've had a project where you sort of entered it reluctantly and then learned some I lessons. Enter all of my projects reluctantly. Yeah. That's it. With that book of Ecclesiastes comes oh, to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell that story again? I think you need to tell you know, a little bit. I, was a, I have a new book out, Jamie. My, my complete Bible translation, the Latin Testament Project Bible, has just come out. It was published on Thanksgiving Day. It's the whole Bible translated from the Latin. No subtitles. Uh, the Vulgate version, <laughs> which means it's got our Old Testament and New Testament and the Apocrypha in there. Stop me before I ramble on and on. Uh, but I worked on it for nine years. This is the ninth year of working on it. And when I started it, I was in a bad place. You know, I was in a bad place. I was not feeling real positive about my faith. I was going to translate the book of Ecclesiastes because I thought I could just tear the heart out of the biblical faith and put it to rest for me. You know, what would happen? I was saying to myself, if the first verse in your Bible was not in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, but vanity of vanities, all is vanity. So, so I, started, I started Ecclesiastes intending to end my faith. And as I worked on Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes worked on me. And the, the long and the short of it is, uh, the big guy got a hold of me again, and I wound up going from 
just planning on translating that one little book to translating the whole shebang. Wow. And lessons learned, huh? Yeah, lessons learned. Never say never again. Well, good good lessons in there, Matt. You, oh, yeah. You, sometimes you get pulled into a project thinking, eh. yeah, I don't want I mean, to do this. Yeah, and you yeah. learn something important. You get out of it tons of stuff, blessings. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, that's a good report, John. Well, I'm glad things are going well down there at, at uh, the, with the bell ringing. Christmas season is underway. You know, yeah. Santa's in town. Santa is in town. And, you know, uh, speaking of Mark, Hedrick, he, uh, he's the one that uh, roasts the coffee. He does. And it makes great coffee. Yeah. Uh, Christmas presents. I don't know what it I'm really saying. Does. It really does. And I so, saw him just before I came over here, and he gave me a, a, a bag of coffee. Good man. Yeah. So really lucky if you need some Christmas here. presents, yeah. call Mark. Oh, Absolutely. and you could stop by Heritage. That turns... Heritage celebrating its fourth birthday. You stop by and see Sarah at Heritage pick up an Out to Pasture coffee mug. And with that coffee in it. As featured on Out to Pasture. And if you want a Latin Testament Project Bible, just come see me at the church. I've got it. I mean, we are helping people. They don't even have to go shopping now. They know what they're getting, everyone. Got it. Absolutely. And listen, the show is just going to get bigger. Now, next week we got coming up. Coming up in town next week, we've got um, Santa Claus will be in town all week. Monday through Friday from 4 to 7, Saturday from 2 to 5. I'm trying to get an out-to-pastor exclusive interview next week, Matt, with our friend Donovan to tell us all we need to know about what's left of the Christmas decorating season, what's going on down at his shop. And then I don't know if you guys have noticed this. I haven't seen it myself, but I've heard rumor around my house that the new season of The Bachelor is about to kick off. And, Matt, you know what that means. Matt Durge. Matt Durge. Mm-hmm. Forget right. about football season. That was fun. We covered that thing head to toe. But this, this is a Bachelor be- season with Matt Durge. Yeah. It's like having John Madden in the booth for mm-hmm. Monday Night Football mm-hmm. or something. He's yeah. the guy. So that's going to be great. And guys and gals are playing basketball. Basketball season is underway. So watch them. Uh, band kids, what, all region? Band kids are off to all region this weekend and at Rusk. And uh, all kinds of churches having activities yeah, Christmas we've got season. A children's Christmas program at First Christian Church this week, uh, this Sunday, 1015. The kids are going to give the program in our sanctuary. So come awesome. on out and then go to Pastor Matt's church afterwards. Yeah, you don't need wanna, a two for one special. Yeah, don't yeah. want to favor one over the other. Yeah. You know. our, I don't, do y'all have Christmas Eve? We do at 6 p.m. Okay, same time for us. Oh, no, no. So. We'll conflict there. But Yeah, well, that's that's okay. On that Christmas Eve, we'll, we'll let it slide. Yeah, we'll let it slide. Send half the family to Ebenezer and the other half to First Christian. Yeah. Whichever <laughs> side you don't like, send them to one or the other. We'll figure it out. It's okay. <laughs> and then next year you can rotate. Yeah, we'll rotate. Right, yeah, right, we're right. just trying to reach everyone. So. <laughs> Well, that's about it for this week's show, guys. You got anything else before we go? Matt, you got anything on your side of town? Oh, just uh, Christmas. Gotta I'm go just on. trying to survive. John, y'all got big plans coming we up? We are one people. Don't let people divide us. We are one nation. I like that. Yep. I like that, John. And I want to add from that category one more note. We've had three fatalities in Russ County in the last couple of weeks. Please be careful out oh, there. Yes. There are a lot of people on the roads. When it gets cold and wet and people are distracted and they're thinking about other things, Bad things can happen. Pay attention. Get off your phone. Drive. Yep. Get on. Be phone. careful. Take care of yourself and your families, and please be careful. All right, guys, we're out of time. We'll be back next week with more. Yeah, y'all be careful. Have a great holiday season. Merry Christmas. John, thanks for being on the show, bro. My pleasure. Thank you. Talk about those contractions. I know. I know. <laughs> we'll call him back next week, Matt, and get those Latin subtitles. That's right. That Italian sausage. That <laughs> I we're going in Latin. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week on Out to Pastor, 100.7 KPXI.